Welcome to the Black Wolf Media Podcast. I'm your host, Adrian Evans. This is a show where we dive into the stories of black entrepreneurs and business owners, and we talk about their brands and entrepreneurship journeys. Let's get into this episode. What's going on, guys? So if you're looking to keep up with the Black Wolf Media podcast and everything that's going on, go ahead and sign up for our weekly newsletter at blackwolfmedia.substack.com. Again, that's blackwolfmedia.substack.com. Peace. Jordan, what's going on, man? What's going on, man? Let me get my audio. I'm trying to switch it up to my headset. Yeah, that's right. All right. How you been, though, man? I've been good, man. I can't complain. How about you? I've been good, man. Busy. Working. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, but it's, it's been jumping. Um, We definitely um forming some new partnerships and some new relationships out here, man. So it's... It's really taking on fighting, but it's one of those things where it's like that's what you pray for, though. Yeah, that's what you pray for. That's solid. Yeah. My Bluetooth won't connect to my my his, uh, my MacBook. I'm trying to see if I got my USB port. If I can't find it in the next couple of seconds, then we can just go ahead and get started. I don't need it. Okay. I just want to make sure that you know the quality, the quality of audio is the best for you. For sure. Yeah. 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 I appreciate it, man. Oh, no problem, yeah. There it is. All right, can you hear me? Yes, sir. All right, perfect. How do I sound? Oh, you sound good. You sound good. Cool, cool. I got my Bluetooth in, so I'm trying to make sure that it's connected. I can hear you, but you're not coming through my headset. Okay. See what that is. Jobberling. Take your time, man. There we go. Can you hear me? Yes, sir. All right. You in the headset now. I'm good All right, go. man. Let's get it. Okay. What's going on, guys? Welcome to the Black Growth Media Podcast. Of course, you know who I am. I have a special guest, man. Uh, his name is Jordan Sanders. He's the founder of the Six Man. Um, Jordan, man, tell the people how you doing, man. What you do, and what? Yeah, man. So my name is Jordan Sanders, the Six Man. Um, I am originally from Raleigh, North Carolina, um, the capital city. Born and raised, and yes, sir. I am a sneaker uh, liaison, man. And um, so, in layman terms, that's a sneaker. Yeah, say liaison is because there's products, items. Um, things that are, are hard to acquire and you would need to come to a person who is able to service you. However, they're able to uh, put these items in your hands and all the time we may not be housing the items or we may not be carrying them in a inventory um, on a day-to-day basis. However, we can acquire them. So I always say sneaker liaison instead of a sneaker reseller. So that too i like how you you know use the liaisons instead of you know reseller um so yeah man um so you know before we dive into the six man man you know let's let's yeah. talk about what was it like for you growing up in raleigh and you know 
you know, did you ever see entrepreneurship as a thing that you wanted to do? Man, that, that's that's a great question. Um, and actually, hey, yes, um, I come from a family of entrepreneurs. Um, it started okay. with um my grandfather, and um, he was a tractor. Um, his home building company while he was living was um, Continental New Image. And that company actually built a major part or a good part of the Southeast Raleigh um, area all the way over to the New Bern Ave where uh, the towers. And um, he was a very, very major player in the growth and development of uh, yeah. Raleigh back in the set. Uh, I want to say. Okay. Now, that's solid, man. And, and you mentioning, you know, all these places, man, it's just, it's nostalgic because, you know, we both from Raleigh. So yep. um, that, that's yep. solid, man. Um, okay, so if man. you know where uh, if you if you know where Popeye's is, he built over there. Yeah. Newburn. Newburn. Yep. Um, OK. Farmington. He built a, a decent part of that. So, yeah, he was he was all over fingerprints all over the Raleigh area. Man, that is so cool. That is so cool. And it's crazy because um, I recently ran through Raleigh, maybe like, um, and the city of really going to come up. I'm in Winston-Salem now, but the city mm -hmm. of Raleigh is really going to mm -hmm. come up as far as like um, real estate market section. So, um, that's dope, man. So, so, yeah, man, you know, and, and, and knowing that, that um, did you ever have like, uh, did you ever have like a certain type of business that you wanted to start or was like sneaker, you know, becoming a sneaker liaison? Was that something that you mm -hmm. always wanted to do? So I can't say I always wanted to do it. It was just something that at one point in the time I had an older brother. Um, he worked at a sneaker store and with him working at a sneaker store, was easy or very accessible to get sneakers so it was something that I never took for granted and at that point in time being younger and also having a small having a brother that worked at a sneaker store sneaker resale has always been around but that yes. accessibility as raffles and waiting in line thing of the past because a lot of times shoes were dropping on like a Tuesday Wednesday people would skip school they'll go pick up the shoes so it was just a little at that time and having someone that was in that realm in that in the know of when the shoes are coming out it was never something that i thought about it's second nature like i knew any sneaker that i wanted it was either accessible to me or or i could get it so now from a family of entrepreneurs it was one of those things where um i felt like i always saw something that has and when you see something that has value is something that's attractive and you start looking at it, it's like all right do i have interest in it has value do i like this thing and when those things come together for me that says business yeah so like that being around sneakers playing basketball um you know as you know when we went to winston i was a walk-on so it's like that was part of my life basketball basketball sneakers my name is Jordan, um, and people would always say, is that your, really your name? No, my actual name is actually Jordan, so um, I guess it was just meant to be. And yeah. so um, I just think the stars aligned and, you know, the sneak um, resale, when I saw, um, and I, I guess this is kind of wrap it up, how I ended up getting into sneakers. So if it was at Winston, and 
there was the all-star pack coming out. I don't know if you're into sneakers, but it was the Big Bang phone posits. Yeah. It was the all-star Kobe's. There was a big release, and the only areas in North Carolina that had it was like Charlotte, Winston, and Raleigh, major yeah. cities. And it was over a thousand people in line to get the big bang uh, phone posits. Those shoes at that time was reselling for over a thousand dollars. People wow. were trading their cars for these shoes. Wow. And so when you yeah, so when you see this firsthand if you like it's it's like if you pass up on this opportunity and you have ways to get shoes you are a madman not to get into the business and it's, so it was just one of those things that um it showed me its value prior to getting into it um it was one of those things i was waiting in line to get sneakers because i was trying to get sneakers on my own at that time and it yeah. was one of those things where it's like okay if this thing has this much if this has this many people participating there's a niche in this market that can, how can I connect people or how can I people and me helping people at my core is what I want to do with my life. Even if it's not sneakers, even if it's not business, I want to be able to help people. And that's just always been a dream of mine. And I feel like this is a way to kind of give back and kind of help people. Um, Yeah. Okay. So, you know, at this time when when this when this sneaker package was booming you saw the opportunity man and you knew okay i got to get in some kind of way and you know be a part of this what was the very first thing you did mm, very first thing i did oh man okay um so the very first thing that i did was um so at this time uh there were computer programs that they call it auto add to cart that will different websites like East Bay, different West Foot Locker, Finish Line, all these different websites. And they were basically to cart automatically for you quicker than what the human um, could possibly do. I stole yeah. upon it off of base. I'm like, if some, I'm like, if there's some way to get these sneakers, somebody getting them, the information is out there on the web. Has to be. Everything yeah. is on Google. <laughs> And that's exactly what I did. I sat down one day in my dorm room and I Googled um, how do you, how are people acquiring sneakers? That popped up is sneaker bots. Of course, what they, we call it backdoor. So that means having an inside connection, having a plug um, option, but that's something that you have to either pay for or work for. And look, I'm a college student. I didn't, I couldn't afford it at the time. Yeah. But, um, I, but I, um, but oh, I had a laptop. I had a computer. Um, I had multiple computers that I could use at school, and I just you know spoke to um you know thankfully my parents just about the opportunity that I had, and um to you know just give me some guidance, give me some pointers on how I should attack it. Maybe not money at that time, but um they were supportive of the idea, and I started botting. I started doing the auto add cart. And doing a pre-order service for uh, sneakers through that. Yeah. Okay. So you know you're in college, man, and you know you're getting that mm-hmm. college experience, but at the same time you find an opportunity and a way to really make yourself some money. Tell me, man, yeah. like what was it like to 
have someone hit you up like, yo, I need these? Like, what was that process like? And how did how long did it take for you to actually get that first client? So um, it's looking back on it, it happened so fast. Like, I, I probably had my first client and maybe the next. I open it up because that's when mm. Instagram first started. And yeah. the only reason that it that it worked that way was because people were really like a bot, or if you had a sneaker bot, you were like the go-to. People yeah. they, they just started raffles, they just started tickets. So it's one of those things where almost self-promotion, all I had to do was let people know, hey, I have a bot. Um, I can increase your chances or and though it's not guaranteed. If you if if I don't win on your behalf, you get your money back. Yeah. And, okay. And that first connection, shout out to my guy Craig Brown. He um, really set my business up for success. Assisted with the name, so my first name for at these six men was actually um, it was. I thought about this, but um, <laughs> it was something like. Like sell your soul, like like the soul of the sneaker. So it was something crazy, yeah. something wild. And he was like, "Nah, nah, <laughs> scratch that." He was like, "Look," he was like, "Do the six man." And I don't know if he was watching the movie or what, but it just that's how it kind of came together. And yeah. that one connection, and this like, if anyone doesn't get anything else, the if you treat every customer with loyalty and respect and do right by them with your business. You never know what door that will open up for you because that door right there led to his cousin, which his cousin led me to my third customer was former NFL um, fullback, um, NFL champion, Bonte Lutz. Hmm. And he blew my business out of the water. Wow. Man, so with, with that experience, man, like, you know, getting your business blown out the water. What was that like for you? What kind of experience, you know, what kind of mental experience were you going through? What kind of emotions were you experiencing at the time? Man, it was, it was like, I mean, just, it's a kid in a candy store. It's like one of those things where it's like, you would never expect your business to take off the way that it, that it did in my case off the second or third transaction or off the second or, or third customer. And uh, it's a story behind that. So, and this is just about knowing your business and just being prepared to scale. And if it's not set up the right way, you're not able to scale at the pace that your business may be running at. And I almost had an opportunity to get a pair of cool grades for Joe Flacco. But at that time, I didn't have the, the resources. I didn't have the connections because that was a former, a prior release. I was just getting started. I didn't know about the aftermarket. I knew about resale, but I didn't know how to acquire shoes at the level, of course, I do now. But I missed out on an opportunity. And look, thinking back on it, I maybe should have been like, hey, yeah, I can get that shoe and figure it out. But again, just the integrity in me, I I just let him know just straight up, hey, I know he may be interested in this shoe, but unfortunately, like, I I can't get it. It was one of those things where cool, it, it, you know, it, it passed me by, but it's like, man, what would that have been? How would that look if I had that name on my resume as their sneaker plug, their sneaker go-to guy, yeah. or the person that's able to to service them? But the mindset behind just that blowing up, like, 
Um, I mean, it, it's just humbling because um, I'll just take you back to a childhood experience that really I stand on to this day. So when things go well, when things like um, take off, for me, it's not surprising because like I truly believe like what you do in the dark is going to come in light. Yeah. Good, good, bad, and indifferent. Like I truly believe that it's something about, and I, you know, I don't mean to bring up God, but it's hard not to. Oh, um, you good, you good. But I, I truly believe that He's ordained a secret place. And when I say ordained, like I'm talking about, like whatever you do in private, I believe is going to bear fruit. Yeah. So if you, if you're studying, if you're researching, if you, if you're fine tuning your craft, you're going to get an opportunity. You're going to get a chance for that to bear fruit. Yeah. And I truly believe that it's going to do that. Just like you're doing this podcast now. For sure. I you, if you keep doing it and you keep working on it, you keep researching, you keep working on it, it's going to bear fruit and it's going to take off. I, I just truly believe that's just how things work, especially yeah. when you have a gift um, in it. But um, my grandfather was my hero. My first ever like, like best friend hero, that was my guy. Yeah. When I was about six or seven years old, I saw him have a seizure and I'm talking about laid out, like kind of like, man, nothing I could do for him. Yeah. From that day on, he didn't walk another day in his life. Multimillionaire, um, doing well, pastor, multiple churches. I mean, a great man. And I got to see how quick life can change, how quick life can turn. So yeah. when things go well, it's it's not that that you get too high or for me that I get too high. When things go bad, it's not that I get too low. It's just one of those things where from that time frame, I just always had a perspective of like, no matter what you do today, you don't know if you're going to be doing that tomorrow. So you needed to enjoy and be in the present and know, hey, this could be taken away from me at any time. So for me to like man oh my goodness like yo i'm business booming like you know making all yeah. these plans thinking of all these like things it's like nah you still got to focus on that moment you know plan a little little in advance but it's just stay in that moment and that's just the mindset that i have from i mean just that experience and i mean it really shaped me and like that was really what is like the mindset that i had during that time is just you know stay in the moment and figure out how to keep this momentum going as long as you possibly can or as long as the Lord allows you to. Yeah, I think that's solid, man. That's, you know, that's that delayed gratification. Um, it's, it's like, you know, act like you've been here before. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I think that's, you know, that's a solid way to be because if you get too excited, man, like if your business is booming and you get too excited and you start, man, I'm about to buy a Mercedes and you mm-hmm. just you just going crazy, man. You you know you mm-hmm. going you going to slip up. You know what I'm saying. So you got to tighten up and, um, you know, definitely uh, taking that delayed gratification. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, man. So so that's solid, man. So you know, I think the name the six man. I think that's genius. You know what I'm saying. And like you mentioned earlier, the movie. That's all I think about the movie basketball. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I, I think the name was genius, man. Like, when did you know that? Mm-hmm. Okay, like. You know, say you started business in college and then a year from now, um, when was that moment that you knew, Okay, you know what? This right here is what I'm meant to do, whether it be for the rest of your life or for the next 10 years. Like, when did you know this? Man, um, not to sound cliche, but Nike did it out there, Trump. You know what I'm saying? 
you got Adidas. They started over, you know, in Germany, and they they started with one track star. Yeah, and it's just like you you go back and look at at any large business corporation, Disney, Apple. Everybody has to start somewhere. So why not start now? Yeah. And it's just one of those things where, like, if you don't believe that you can succeed in whatever you're doing, you need to stop, pivot, do something. If you don't truly believe that whatever you're working on or whatever you're doing can't change the world, I'm not saying that you may have to have dreams that grandiose, but if you truly believe in something and you feel like it can change the world, you're going to work at it a certain type of way and you're going to have a certain faith and belief in that thing. And yeah. it's almost going to be hard for someone to get you to stop no matter what. Yeah. Because you're going to need that that discipline. You're going to need that resilience. You're going to need that sometime at some point in, in your business life career. And if you want that thing to provide for you, you have to be willing to have sleepless nights, restless yeah. nights, early mornings. You got to be willing to give that, that all to that business. And I truly believe that I believe in my business the same way that Nike believe in theirs, look where they are. Like yeah. I believe in my business as a way as a consignment shop owner, as um the 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 CEO of any company. And if you're running a company, if you're a business owner, you have to believe in your vision, your dream, even when nobody else sees it. I mean, yeah. like you you take stories like one of my favorites is story of Joseph. Like that joke was in jail and end up in a in a palace at the end of his life. And it's like one of those things where it's like, just because you start somewhere, doesn't mean that you're going to finish. Right. And no matter what, he always had a vision from the early age on, from when he was put in a pit by his brother. And it's like, okay, yeah, we may not go through a story that extreme. We may not go through something, but it's an example to show, hey, no matter where he was at, he always had that vision from a child. And look where he ended up because yeah. he followed and stayed on the path. So that's just how I feel about my business. Like I feel like it's it's going to thrive because of that. Like I have a vision for it, and I'm just looking to see that vision come to fruition. Yeah, that's solid, man. I like it. I like it. Um. So yeah, man. So one thing I I, I want to talk about is you know mm-hmm. ET the hip hop preacher, man. I know <laughs> that's my um, guy. That that was a that was a big moment for you, especially for business, man. What was that like when you got that connection for your business? (laughs) Man, like, yo, it's it's surreal. And it's crazy because E.T. actually came to Winston back in the day when we was in school. Yeah, that's crazy. I I know that. (laughs) Me and my boy Jared, who was in the the crowd, we ended up walking out probably like 15, 20 minutes um, through to go to some party or something. Stupid. I could have met him that night. But it it just wasn't meant to be. And... So now to come back years later and my father actually used to listen to E.T. back when he was doing like this break the cycle movement, had the VHS tapes, all that. Like, so, and then my brother started listening to him in college. They told me about this guy. And then once I finally kind of got, came of age and I started hearing his message and it started resonating with me. I was like, Oh, okay. This is the guy. And with me having a sneaker business, like he's E.T. the hip hop preacher kind of check out, his, you know, his page a little bit. And I was like, I wonder, do he, like, did he buy kicks? Like, I was like, nah, he big time. He probably got, you know, plugs. He got sponsorships. He got all that. Like, he probably not. Like, you know, sometimes, like, yeah. you do, you know, doubt yourself. But I was like, I was like, nah. I was like, nah, forget that. I was like, even if he got a sponsorship, 
I can figure out something. I can make something work because I feel like I can truly add value to what he has going on. And I reached out to him um, and his social media manager, Nikki, which is also his shoe. Yeah, club. yeah, Nikki. She dope, yeah. Dope, super dope. And um, if anyone, if you in social media space and you like not listening to Nikki, you're tripping. Yeah. Like, she's probably the best social media guru online right now. And she's going to tell the to anybody. Like, David Sands go to her. Uh, I mean, anybody that you think of that's in the social media space, they go with Nikki. Like, Nikki's that that person that's in the space. So, um, she hit back. She connected the dots. And she, like, kind of vetted me out to see if I was legit. And once they, they confirmed, like, yo, like, he, he really the sneaker plug. They they connected the dots and I think the first shoe, the first shoe that I sent out to E, I'm trying to think of what it was. I, I believe it was maybe maybe like a Jordan 11. Um, I believe it was. Um, but it's just been so long ago. He done bought so many shoes, man. It's like yeah, his I know his collection is stupid right now, but yeah, um, yeah, I think it was a Jordan. It was. Like- What's good, everyone? If you guys are enjoying this show, please be sure to share this with a friend, family member, or coworker, and leave a five-star review. Now back to this episode. Peace. Like a Jordan Eleven, and um, and yeah, we sealed the deal. That's solid, man. That is so cool. Um, cause you know, like especially like when we was at State, man, ET, I would watch his YouTube videos and listen to him wow. all the time. So, I mean, that's that's awesome, man. So that's basically like that's like a full circle moment for you. Yeah. 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 He man, like and when I tell you like genuine down to earth, dude, like um, and it's just like you just hope to be as real, transparent and really just believe like just his level of faith is is out of this world. And and like he has one of those type of effects of like. You know how everybody talk about MJ, like when yeah. they, they they see MJ's like like he glowing or something. Nah, that's that's how it is. Like when you meet ET, it's like bro, it don't even feel real. Like that you might be having a conversation with him, that you might be talking with him. Like like brother, know that like if I if I needed to, I, bro, I could hit up E right now. Like like yo, I, I got a release coming out. Like direct connect. Like it's, it's surreal. Like to know yeah. that your dream puts you in a position or put you around people or put you in the room. And like he says all the time, like your gifts shall make room for you. And I'm just a testament to like, yo, I had a talent, I had a gift that I leveraged and it has put me in connections and in the rooms of people that I never thought I'll, you know, imagine to be around. Yeah. Tobin the Weekly. Like, I mean, there's so many, again, like I said, my guy Vante that, that really sparked it off for me. Like, I mean, it just put me in rooms and put me in contact and with people that I never in a million years thought that I would even know. But if I didn't follow my dream, if I didn't believe in it, you know what I'm saying? I don't know where I'd be at today. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Okay. That's that's awesome, man. Okay. Now, um, just to transition the conversation a little bit, man, I want to, like, yeah. dig into, you know, the financial aspect of the business. So, like, mm-hmm. when it comes to, like, the, you know, when it comes to grabbing sneakers, how do you make money from them and how do you like get the sneaker for a potential client? Like, how does that work? Mm-hmm. So you really got to be in tune. I mean, you got to know your craft. Like you really got to be in tune and know 
what's what has value, what's going to have value, and look at the data. You can yeah. never assume what shoes going to do well just because of the colorway, just because of the number. Like it does have to hit certain metrics, and then you can research the market. Like put that shoe out there. Know like how, what type of feedback are you getting off on the shoe? Did you get two? Did you get two likes on that post? Did I get, you know what I'm saying? Did I get three increase that week on that shoe? Yeah. Like based upon those like kind of markers or met or measures, it'll tell me what shoe is going to be, hey, that shoe that I need to invest in. And shoes range in, in value. Some shoes might cost me 300 Some shoes might cost me 220 And based upon, you know, those numbers or that demand of that product, that's going to dictate the price because it's all about supply and demand. Shoes are no different right now than stock. Yeah. Like people, they like, yo, why does shoes have value? Because of supply and demand. If it's a if it's a lower supply, that means the demand is high. Yeah. And with that that flex culture. So now that that lets me know, okay, if it's a hundred of these shoes, uh more than likely I need to I need to get a few of them. If yeah. it's if it's a million of these shoes. And we have 10 million people or more on this planet that wants those shoes. That means there's a scarcity. That means that shoe is going to have, you know, a decent value. Yeah. And so when it comes to, you know, acquiring them, it's just at this point, you know, I'm plugged in um, through years and years of, of paying out and buying shoes. Even first, sometimes at starting off, I bought shoes at a loss just so I can establish that relationship. With, with plugs, um, with the back doors, with um, the body system that, you know, that I used at the time. And that's how I was able to, you know, acquire the shoes and build those relationships. And then as time went on, I, I maturated and I really nourished those relationships. So not only am I making money, but my, my people, you know, my team, you know, they're making money. Yeah. And it's one of those things where, like, you have to – don't rush the process. Like you really, really have to um, let it mature so that you're not um, putting out too much um, resources, money that's going to keep you from able to scale your business and buying the wrong product. So, um, and I also have an ebook that's on that man. Like, um, and in that ebook, it just talks about kind of how I got started. What's the, you know some of the tools of success to. Um, pick on what shoes that you should buy based upon some of the things that we're just talking about now colorway style of the shoe number the quantity of that shoe yeah and what type of platforms you can use to sell that shoe and i'm giving that ebook out for free on my website yeah okay so yeah man y'all definitely check that out you heard the man um okay so you know one thing you mentioned uh you've mentioned like scaling and mm-hmm. mentioned your team and so my question to you is, man, like how over the years, like how did you, you know, what was the process for you? Like when it came to building a team and also scaling the business, what's that process been like for you? Yeah, um, it, it's been tough um, because like in my field, like it is very you want to keep your 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 plugs. You want to keep your resources very close and tight knit. Like you want to keep it very, very um talking about just like unheard under the table like yeah not seen, like you want to be almost like a ghost 
And when you're bringing in people or you're trying to be stealthy when it comes to your business so you can keep that competitive advantage, bringing someone in is in tough. And then you have to trust they're there for the right reasons. Yeah. Are they try, are they going to try to get your plugs? Are they going to try to get your resources? Are they going to try to create relationships behind your back? And it's one of those things where first you got to kind of bring them in and make sure that they believe in you. They believe in your vision. And then after that, slowly see, you know, and try to vet out, you know, hey, what? why are they here? Why, why do they want to work with me when they, hey, when they can go work someone else? Because if you're only hiring somebody or if you're only bringing somebody on your team that only you can use, that's the wrong person to hire. Yeah. <laughs> that's the wrong person to bring on your team. So scaling is um, right now, I try to keep it um, family and friends, people I have relationships uh, with prior to um, six men that like that we align. Like, for example, Didi Hockaday, um, that's a videographer. That oh, I yeah. in. Um, she's helped shoot some of my content. And also uh, another good friend of mine is um, Devin Laws. He does. He's a graphic designer that I work with. And these are, are people that I work with regularly. Yeah. And, when scaling a team, it doesn't always look like, hey, you're bringing somebody in on, on a payroll. Scaling it is contracting work out that you know that can that you can partner with another brand or another company yeah. that you both can grow and succeed in. So um, scaling, um, I do more contracting than, than anything that bringing someone in on, on the team aspect just because of, like I said, just confidentiality reasons. Yeah. But I do a, little, a lot of contracting work uh, with different um, teams and groups and organizations that can help, you know, grow my business. Um, and we do like drop shipping, which, um, keeps again, that confidentiality, that buffer between how I get my shoes, how do I acquire them? And then, um, how do I bring in people to do different work for me that I need to get done? Yeah, that's solid, man. And, um, shout out to, shout out to Didi. Hockaday, yeah. and shout out yeah. to D-Laws, man. It, it, it's crazy because, yeah. you know, we all went to state together, same yeah. class and everything. Yeah. And we all just still connected in some type of way. Um, so, man, big shout out to them. Um, and, and, and I think that's awesome. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and she was actually on the podcast, too. She's been on the um, – I think she was on, like, season three or four. Man, um, oh, yeah. I know yeah, that yeah. was – I, I got to go back and listen to that. Dude. Yeah, I yeah, yeah. <laughs> definitely, definitely, man. Um, okay, man. So, you know, uh contracting work has has been a lot easier from you for you. Um, mm-hmm. you know, when you first started, man, did you ever uh run into anyone that you, you you felt was not right for the business or you know, you felt that you know basically they shouldn't be working in the business because it's something that they doing that you ain't really feeling. Um, did you have you ever ran into a situation like that? And if so, like, what was that like for you? Of course, um, uh, my one of my first investors. Um, so, um, not to give you know too much away, you know, throwing a person under the bus, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, one of the first investors that I had, um, it's just the deal wasn't structured um, accordingly, and it was one of those things where it was like a like a handshake agreement. Being young, yeah. being I want to say I was like nineteen, twenty. Um, and you know, someone it, it threw a, a number at me, and looking at that number, you know, back then it's like, man, I've never seen this much money in my life, and yeah. I was like, man, I don't know if I ever get this opportunity ever again. That's the worst way to think, or that's the worst way to go into a business. Yeah. Um, and um, so, um, long story short, um, you know, we we 
agreed on the amount that you know we need to um, do business at, and then we had to talk about return investment ROI and percentage breakdown per sale. Um, and the volume was just unrealistic. It was like start loan numbers, yeah. but not knowing at that time um, how to really um, calculate a correct return on investment. It set me back, I want to say about a year. Yeah. And, and it was one of those things where, you know, you live and you learn. I'm thankful that it didn't fold my business, but it was one of those things where it taught me again, research, research, research. Yeah. And if you don't research, don't do the deal. And if you if you know, know for a fact that it's the right partnership, double check. Yeah. Think again, like if it if it doesn't make sense on paper, if it doesn't make sense in your heart, I, I truly believe that that if you just listen, like your spirit would tell you if it's the if it's the, the right way to go, if everything else line up. And I don't care if all the numbers line up. But yeah. if the spirit tell you like, yo, don't do it, don't do it. And so yeah. that's just the first relationship that I, I um I had when it came to an investor. And it was one of those things where it'll put you on a shell, it'll make you withdraw from a lot of times from outside additional help. But again, to scale a business to grow, you have to make sure that you can find healthy and right partnerships. And I do feel like that your work will put you in the room and put you around the people that you need to, that you need to be around. And when someone just kind of pop up based upon the success that they see, run. Yeah. If they, sure. if they don't connect with you first before they connect with your brand, that is a red flag. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Okay, man. So, um, okay, man. So, you know, one of my, one of my last questions you, um, it would be like, so let's say in, you know, the next year or so, man, where do you see yourself in six man? Um, man, next year or so, I, I just go ahead and put out, you know, uh, a storefront location. Okay. Um, it's, it's what it's, it's time. Um, it's definitely just been nurturing relationships. Um, really making sure that my family is set up appropriately and that, um, that the supply is there for uh, that type of venture, that type of, um, step. And in the next year, two years, like I, I'm, I'm definitely thinking uh, of a of a store, trying to find that right locale, so that again we can really make um, an imprint in the area that we, you know, that we're trying to open up to. Not to give away too too much, but um, yeah. yeah, definitely should be seeing a storefront um, coming soon and some partnerships. Um, one thing that I'm working on this year. Um, and you're the first person to um to hear it. Um, this is gonna be a sneaker drive. Um, so okay, with um potentially partner with um ET School Days, and um we you know had a quick quick talk um because they're preparing for to send off of I want to say about forty kids to the Super Bowl, and um and so after after that occurs after they get back from the Super Bowl, we're, we're gonna be talking about about a large uh, sneaker drive that we're looking to, you know, pull and people from all over the United States. And I mean, if it goes bigger than that, I mean, that'll be great, but we want to put kids in some, some fly kicks, 
some fly shoes, not not beat down, run down, either lightly worn dad stock sneakers. And we change the culture and show kids like, hey, like we want you to be not only um, studious, we don't we want you to, to kind of be able to bounce back, to kind of have a relief from your, you know, your hard day. But hey, you can take these sneakers home that has some type of value that we know that'll make them feel a certain type of way about themselves because of that peer pressure, because of that bullying, because of that, man, look at, you, you probably, you was in school one day, you knew yeah. how people feel about their kicks, like sure. kids <laughs> wearing a, a shoe that's half a half size too big, like that's the only shoe they have for church, um, that's the only shoe they have for school, that's the only shoe that they have for all aspects like the play in, all of that. And it's like, yo, like, and it's just because unfortunately, hey, their parents might be might can't provide for them the way that they can. It's not their fault. Yeah. So like knowing how impactful that can be is one of those things where I really want to um give back and I want to change that um perception of sneaker resellers that think, hey, we take, 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 and we're not giving back from to the community that people believe that we're, you know, we're consuming from. And so I really want to change that narrative and do a sneaker drive this year. So next couple of years, store, um, this year's sneaker drive. And, um, and, oh, and I forgot this too. I can go ahead and drop this, um, you know, potentially podcast coming, just uh, talking about look good help, talking about finding the right people, right relationships, but launching that, dropping that um, once we, Get some um, people situated. Make sure that they're there for the right reasons, man. And they will, will be launching. Hey, man. Well, y'all heard it here first from the six <laughs> man himself. Uh, that's solid, man. Definitely. Um, tell me, man. Are, are you still in Raleigh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm okay. still in Raleigh. Um, so yeah, born and raised. I, I really don't see myself um leaving no time soon unless you know the yeah. I mean, is somewhere better to be or you know that location. But um. But yeah, I'm still in Raleigh. Okay, that's solid, man. Okay. Well, Jordan, man, I appreciate you. That's all I got for you, man. Thank you for giving me this opportunity to interview you, bro. No, man, it was an honor. It was a pleasure, man. I, I don't take any opportunity like this for granted. Like, you, you didn't have to, to call me to, you know, to even sit down and just have this conversation and kick it like this. So I appreciate you. Um, It's, it's a great help to my brand that hopefully, you know, I can give back to, so. No, for sure, man. Get a lot more followers and listeners from my my tribe, man. For sure, man. Definitely, definitely. Um, so yeah, man. Before you go, um, mm-hmm. can you uh drop a nice message? And also, if you don't mind, can you tell the people how to um any listeners that connecting with you? Can you tell them how to get in contact with you? Yeah, man. Um, just check me out on Instagram. Um, that's I feel like that's the easiest way to get in contact with me, and it'll just let me know a little bit about yourself based upon your profile, your picture. And I'm a person that like to put a name with a face, so um, hit me up at the so t h t underscore s i x t h m a n underscore. There are some fakes out there, so be careful. I I will not reach out to you and be asking you for money unless you're supposed to be paying for some shoes, but, or crypto, Bitcoin, none of that. Like, that's not <laughs> sure um, you have um, the, the right um, Instagram name, and that's the best way to reach me. And then on my link tree, I have my, my email, everything there. So I feel like that's the first place that I, I feel like you go. Make sure you follow. Um, 
but um just a gem uh nugget of my, my website uh d6-man.com but again all that's on the, on the leak tree but um something to, to leave people with like um man uh something i was actually uh so i was actually working on because i gotta do a uh, message for um my church on for like a wednesday we do like a lifted uh a lifted wednesday like a kind of like encouraging word to help get people through the week and my topics was on on leadership and um and in this this generation we have social media we have i mean just influencers we have ceos business persons and it's just like one of those things that really separate people from one another is who they're following yeah and because of leadership not being in place there are so many people that are like in prison unfortunately they they pass because of accidents in the wrong place wrong time and that's because they just didn't have that leadership you know what i'm saying that's in their life and when we think about the term leadership like we automatically think about a position and leadership isn't a position it's really influence yeah and to the listeners uh, i don't know what's your age range but there's a lot of young people that that didn't have like a you know a father father figure a person of guidance or that uh, influence that's like really really like just present in their life and leadership makes a world of difference and if you right now where you are are in business you need to find someone that can help lead you from point a to point b yeah and those that aspire to be a business owner those that aspire to be like a position in, of influence or a leader, man, this is one of those things where you can't think about what your position of influence or leadership can do for you. You have to think about what it can do for other people. Mm. And as a leader, you probably, you know, you probably think you cut from a different cloth. Yeah. Uh, you probably think that, you know what I'm saying, that uh, you have it going on, but the reason you cut from that different cloth is because the designer made you that way. And yeah. when I'm talking about like a, a designer, I'm talking about like you were cut and made that way. You have it going on, but you don't have it going on just because of who you are. You have it going on because of who he is. And when I'm saying who he is, you have it going on because that's how God has created you. And what he's created, when he stepped back and looked at you, he thought, thought it was good. Yeah. And that's what the creator thought about yeah. you. And if you want to be a, a leader in any space that you're in, you need to think about how you can serve at the highest level. When you look at Elon Musk, when you look at Jeff Bezos, when you look at any of these guys as billionaires, the only difference between us and them, they service and they serve at a level of impact that's astronomical. Yeah. They serve better and more people than anybody else in the world. And we wonder why they're in the position that they're in. It's not a secret. Yeah. So, yeah, man. So just so if you want to be a leader, the things I leave with you serve at, at the highest capacity that you can possibly be. And you have to learn how to be selfless. Yeah. Well, there you go, guys. There you have it from the man himself. Guys, that's the end of the episode. Man, I hope you guys definitely took heed to what he was saying. Definitely dropped a lot of into this, you know, into the sneaker game. Um, guys, again, I have. My special guest, his name is Jordan Sanders of the Six Man. Y'all definitely check him out. Hit him up, especially if you want some sneakers, guys. And that's the end of the episode. Peace. All right. We out.
All right, guys, that's the end of this episode. Thanks for sticking around. If you guys really enjoyed this show, please leave a five-star review and share this with a friend, family member, or coworker. And if you guys have any suggestions as far as what to talk about on the show and who to review, please email us at blackwolfmedia18 at gmail.com. Again, our email is blackwolfmedia18 at gmail.com. Thank you, guys. Until next time.